absolute degromination. Let's play ball. Happy Monday, everybody. This is leading off right here on Fantasy Pros. It is me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia. That, of course, is Dinger Dan Harris. And we are back and refreshed from a glorious weekend. It was very hot. Hopefully on the East Coast, y'all got out there to the pools or to the slip and slide. Or in Dan's case, you got out the water guns and you had a hell of a birthday party this weekend. But there were a lot of fireworks and it's not even 4th of July. Jesse Winker hitting a ton of home runs. Some fun pitching performances. Lots of strikeouts. But what else is new? And we're going to break it all down for you today. Dinger Dan, I hope that the birthday party was a success. I know everybody here is waiting to hear how it all worked out in the end. Yeah, I mean, I'll say it's about as close to a perfect game as I could have pitched with that <laughs> birthday party. Uh, I got all the laser tag gear myself after the party place canceled. I built a bunch of barriers out there, and when it got too hot, I had 10 loaded water guns ready to go for 10 little screaming 8-year-old boys. It was uh, a great day for the little guy and for me, frankly, because I, I planned the whole thing and it didn't uh, falter. So very good weekend. I enjoyed it. A lot of good baseball, too, to talk about. So I'm ready to go. Now, you mean like physical barriers, right? Not emotional barriers where they both, stop and both, kind of both. both. You know. I need to like there'd be something where I would, you know, show just a pretty like upsetting historical photo ones there. And they'd be like, oh, God, what do I but, I need to get uh, past no, this most, somehow, you know? <laughs> How do you really feel about your fourth grade math test? How do you really feel about that? Let's let's dig into that a little bit. So we junior, huh? How about that? That would have been very effective. Oh yeah. my goodness. Uh yeah, it was good. It was a good weekend for me too, I gotta say. I got got out to the pool in the backyard. We grilled some meat yesterday. We watched Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, oh. showed the kids a classic. They loved it. I had to explain a lot of the historical figures who they were. The 80s movies, like those stuff, once I started showing the kids that, Uh that was really when I felt like their movie-watching experience went to the next level, right? When you get into the Bill and Ted's, watch some Teen Wolf with me, the original Karate Kid. Like, that's where they really understood. By the way, I I do want to point out one thing. For those of you who don't know, Joe said he was grilling, he was by the pool. Joe secretly lives in some, like, mecca. We had no idea, and he showed us pictures of what he was going to do. We were like, wait, why do you live in a five-star resort hotel? That looks It's just the backyard. It's, you know, it's it's that black book money. You know, you keep that rolling, which is out, by the way, for NFL, for anybody looking to get it. Shameless promotion there. Uh, But, uh, yeah. After the season's over, let's invite all the peanuts and cracker jacks. And yeah. to your house for everybody come over and the baseball yeah. season pool party. Come on, everybody come over to my house. Absolutely. And you know what All else right. I did? I got back to the gym for the first time in a year. Wow. I finally, I after I had my, you know, two weeks from the vaccination, lots of, I felt comfortable yeah. to go back yeah. and it was so weird. It, you'll appreciate this and then we'll talk baseball. Don't worry, everybody. This is why you just, you know, you come We're for the, coming. the, coming, the chatting yeah. and then we'll take There's to the no baseball. DFS today. There's no, there's games. no DFS. It's three games at five o'clock. I don't know what the yeah. hell's going on with the scheduling, but they had, um, it was weird, and it, it, it almost feels like you know, in in Infinity War and Endgame, the blip, like where everyone disappears, and then of all of a sudden everyone comes back. That's what I felt like. I saw the same faces, and I was at this place like three times a week, right, religiously for for many years, and it was so weird. It's like time had stood still, yeah. and I just came back into the world. It was very weird. It was a weird thing, but good, but good. Yeah. A little bit of normalcy, which is nice. And I will say that uh, as well, again, we'll get to baseball in a sec, but the party as well was just, it was weird. We were just kind of looking around and it was like, oh, 
Yeah, life. Life normal. feels normal for the first yeah. time in a really long time. So, yeah, I agree. A weekend like that, it was good. It was very hot. But, uh, yeah, it was nice. <laughs> yeah, very hot, as he understood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hot, look at that transition. Ew. Jacob deGrom is entering cyborg territory. There's just no other way to discuss it. His ERA right now after this weekend is .62. His whip is .57. Uh, I, I don't know what the heck's going on here. I mean, this is an incredible thing that we're witnessing. This is this is like I remember those, the height of those certain pitchers, like the Randy Johnson can't miss starts, the uh, Dwight Gooden back in my childhood. Everybody was glued to the television. This is what it feels like with Degrom now, and it's kind of been that way for a while. But this is a whole other kind of universe. Somebody showed Bob Gibson's best like nine or ten game stretch and put it up against Degrom's, and Degrom's is better. It is wild what we're seeing right now from him, Otani. 10 strikeouts for him and a 16th home run. So no matter how many home runs Vlad hits, once again, it's like, well, Vlad, that's great. You're going to have 35 home runs and Otani's going to have 35 home runs. How many uh, batter strikeouts do you have, Vlad? Oh, zero? Oh, Otani's got 100 and something? I'm sorry, you're not going to be MVP. And Jesse Winker, three home run game, which, by the way, I got to give a shout out to Dr. Glenn. I don't know if he's a real doctor, but uh, one of the peanuts in the Cracker Jacks picked Winker and he's gone from nowhere, and now he's got four home runs. I think he had another one right this weekend. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know where he went to school, but I'm telling you right now, Doc, we got our eyes on you, and uh, we're going to take you seriously now because now you've moved up to four already on the home run after one weekend. That's pretty crazy there, Dan. Yeah, there are uh, there are a lot of crazy performances here. Uh, DeGrom is, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I, part, of me, part of me thinks, part of me really thinks that he should be the number one player overall in, in fantasy. And like, there's nobody like if somebody, if you desperately needed a hitter probably shouldn't trade Ronald Acuna for him because he's, he's, I mean, other than the fact that pitchers get injured and that's what it is. I think I read that this is the best nine start beginning of a season ever, like after nine starts to the start of the season ever. And he's just incredibly mentally tough. You saw when Tatis in the second inning, he hit like a single that he stretched into a double because he's Tatis and he's amazing. Mm -hmm. And the you could just see him be like, you're not scoring like that. That kind of annoyed him and he would just shut it down. Just absolutely incredible on a different level, even than Cole. I think you've got to just separate them. Uh, Otani preposterous. If he can limit walks like this, it's great because I don't usually even think of him as a pitcher anymore, just as a hitter where he's plenty valuable. But if he can limit walks like he did in the start, he can really just be like an absolutely, absolutely insane. And Winker, there's no reason to be doubting this anymore. Like, there really isn't. I mean, he was, a, he was a heralded hitter. Obviously, that's what it is. The power is just a little silly at this point. 17 home runs for the guy. Like, he's never been a guy you thought was going to hit 40, especially now with the dead and ball. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've got to update my rankings. But I think he's going to fall within the top 15 in outfield the rest of the season. Oh, easily. I mean, he probably I'm in the slow, top though. 10. You know, I, I know, I know. But And I'm waiting bad. for that, everything to kind of subside a little Correct. bit, too. And it will. It can't stay this hot. And I know we keep saying that. But, right. you know, when all said and done, if the, the longer the hot streak is, the more the stats by the end of the year have risen up to that top 10 level. And oh. I think with some of the injuries we've had, it's hard not to put him in there. I acquired Jacob deGrom a couple weeks ago in my uh, head-to-head points dynasty league, 16-team league when he was on the DL that second time, yep. like, you know, whatever the, the, the second injured stint, however you want to call it, I guess, first IL stint and the team was out of it. So they were looking to rebuild. And just so people know what it's going to cost you to get DeGrom, Torkelson, Bobby Witt Jr. 
Um, what else did I have in that deal? Uh, Tristan McKenzie. Yeah. Basically, you know, it was one of those cash-in deals. Like, here's, here's like a bunch of the top 10 prospects in baseball for Jacob deGrom, and it's going to cost you three or four of them, especially yeah. in the head-to-head points. And I'm very glad that I did. So I have no remorse about that. Go get De- Jacob deGrom if you can and, and get the high price. Who cares? Like, it, if that team somehow is out of it with deGrom and they know it and they recognize it, go be aggressive and, and go yeah. do it because this is historic the kind of season we're seeing from him. All right, where there's I, ups. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. The only thing is in a dynasty league, I, I will add, Joe, that he basically has talked about, I think there was a Jeff Passan article about like he he, wa- he wants to be, he doesn't even just want to be a Hall of Famer. He wants to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's got little mileage on his arm because it was he's like Tom Brady. He he's going to pitch till he's 50. He's, he's going to go for, a, as long as he avoids injury, he's going to go for a while. So in dynasty, you're absolutely right. Like, don't worry about the fact that you're giving away kids because DeGrom, unless he gets injured, is going to be a top flight pitcher probably for several more seasons. And it's complicated because there's, you know, in this league, it's an auction with escalating salaries. So DeGrom's in the 40s and these kids were like somewhere between one and six dollars. So, you know, you're giving up control of the future. But flags fly forever, boys and girls. If you can win, go win now. You know, a lot of can't miss prospects still miss. You never know what happens, but you got to give up a king's ransom. Uh, Jared Kalanick's a good prospect, but he's 0 for 39. Is that what we're up to now? 39? So, yes. Ugh, not good. Uh, that, that ain't good. <laughs> this is this is a fun stat, too. I don't know if you threw this in there or Mike threw this in there. Jacob I'm DeGrom, sure it's Mayor. If it's a fun uh, stat, it's Mayor. It's a fun stat. So I'm going to give Mayor credit for this one, even if he doesn't deserve it. Jacob DeGrom is 9 for 23 this season. Jared Kalanick is 8 for 83 this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate well, look, laughing at I, other people's I, I mentioned it. I mentioned it, though, last week, Joe, about do And I think uh, kudos to Tuma, because I I think too much tweeted this out yesterday as well. Do you think that there is a chance that they are going to send him down and just let him reset there? I mean, they're not competing, but just for the kid's own mental state. I think, you know, we talked about it last week and I talked about it on Sunday on the TV show. I think he's the kind of kid with the makeup that you let him work his way through, but it's getting to a point now where you don't want to embarrass him. You don't want to knock. I don't know which is the bigger blow to his confidence, sending him down or embarrassing him at the major league level. Right. My guess is it's probably better mentally to send him down and say, hey, kid, don't worry about it. You know, this happens to everybody. You can lay the path out, make him hungry again. Sure. It seems like that's probably the best way to go. But uh, right now, I mean, if you're the Mariners, you can certainly let him work it out here at the big league level, too. Uh, John Means is not going to be working out at all for a little while. He's gone to the aisle with a shoulder strain. Not good for the Orioles. This was their trade chip. This was their guy. And in uh, one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Now, I've been watching baseball a long time. But in Philadelphia this weekend, the net fell down. You know, the net (laughs) behind home plate. This had to be a down. I have never seen this ever. I mean, have you ever seen this? I've seen like, oh, something happened. You know, the lights go out, all these things. I was at the game where the sprinklers came on with Pedro Martinez. (laughs) I was at the game. It was a magical day. We had visited my grandmother's. Um, uh, her, it was the year she passed away and it was the first time since we had buried her, we went to the cemetery, which it was in Brooklyn. And then afterwards we went to the Met game. She was a huge Mets fan and the sprinklers came on the page of Martina start. We all kind of looked at each other and was like, what a beautiful little kind of moment. <laughs> right. Like, you know, maybe grandma's here kind of thing, but I, I never saw anything like this. Have you? No, I never saw it. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know if it was because like they extended the netting and somehow it weakened it somewhere. I don't know, but yeah, it was it was bizarre. This weekend had everything, man. It was great. It did. It's also got a call up too. Royals prospect Jackson Kowar, one of the many people you'll see named Jackson for the next twenty five years, because every kid's named Jackson now. I'm not sure why, Very but they true. all are. Uh, Sophia or Jackson? Those are the two names. Everybody, every kid right now. That's yep. all they are. 
A 24-year-old right-hander. Uh, he's been dominant through his first six starts in Omaha. A .85 ERA, .88 whip, 41 Ks, just 10 walks over 31 innings. He's going to take the hill tonight against Dylan Bundy and the Angels, so that's very exciting. A lot of people ran out to uh, to acquire him on the waiver wire. Uh, you got any shares of uh, Kowar? Many, and Tuman Mayer can uh, attest that I picked him up in the league that we share together. I did. I picked him up everywhere because, again, uh, this is obviously the type of guy that you pick up. And this year, some of them have worked out. Like um, Logan Gilbert, for example, has not, uh, you know, really panned out that much. Although he had a better very start good this weekend. Yeah, better start this weekend, and he's trending up for sure. Alec Manoa obviously started, you know, really great, and then had the second bad start. But this is a guy you picked up. It's really hard. He missed all of last year, so I don't really know what to do. But he's got the big thing, Joe, is he's got a two-start week this week. I think it's the uh, Angels you mentioned tonight, and then the A's. Do you throw him out there right away? Yeah. Do you see him? I, I'm debating it. Absolutely. Do it. Do it. it. Do right. it. Do right. it. I mean, against Dylan Bundy, he's got a seven ERA. He's got an elite. Uh, he's got an elite changeup. An elite changeup, like a like a major league elite changeup. So I, it's you know, he'll, and again, when guys don't see these pitchers, they usually succeed right off the bat. So I might, but yeah, pick him up everywhere if you if you still can, and just see what you got. All right, let's get to some other good pitching performances. Corbin Burns, career-high 13Ks against the D-backs. Uh, Scherzer and Wheeler duel was very good. Wheeler at 8Ks, but Scherzer had 9. Uh, Max Scherzer back in the top of his game, which I think is great. And I just want to throw this out there. Could you imagine the kind of swing if Max Scherzer gets dealt to a contender? Because I think the Nationals really are, are not a, going to compete this year. I just don't see that happening and if they can convince Scherzer to, hey, you know, hey, we'd like to kind of turn things over here. I mean, could you imagine what a swing it would be if you went to the Yankees or the yeah. Red Sox or a team like that, potentially, or or maybe even one of the West Coast teams? Who knows? But I think that's becoming more of a likely scenario than unlikely at this point, because he's pitched terrific. What I'd love to see is the return that they would get for a 37-year-old pitcher for two months because teams right have moved to this point where they're not giving up. You're not seeing the Zach Wheeler for Carlos Beltran deal anymore for two months of Carlos Beltran deal anymore. Those things are gone. People are holding on to their prospects because of the money, but to get Max Scherzer, I mean, you could see the nationals just basically being like guys, an icon, we'll let him finish here. We don't really care. You're going to pay for him. So I'd be interested to see what happens, but yeah, he is a complete difference maker. Any team he goes to would immediately become if they are likely to make the playoffs, one of the favorites, because in a short season, he just he would be dominant. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Julio Urias, uh, five Ks against the Braves. That Granky complete game for him, just three Ks. Rich Hill, another glorious five innings. Yeah. Uh, Rich Hill and everybody's pissed off in quality start <laughs> leagues. Oh, my God, all the Twitter just on fire. Every Rich Hill start. Why are you taking him out? Well, because he's 142 years old and yeah. you want to keep him on the mound yep. in August and September. And this is the way to do it. He's having success by only going out there and throwing five innings. So be it. Yep. Tampa is annoying for fantasy, but yep. for real baseball, those guys know what they're doing. Uh, Kevin Gossman, seven innings pitched, 10 Ks against the Cubs. Gossman continues to be brilliant. Freddie Peralta on his birthday almost threw a no-hitter. That was pretty mm -hmm. fun. Nine Ks against the D-backs. By the way, I think the manager of the D-backs is probably not long for uh, that job, which is a shame because wow. he's a good baseball man. But yeah. I think the D-backs being 20 games under 500 right now, whatever it is, injuries aside, not good. Uh, Garcia, by the way, uh, I know he left with an illness, but he was sharp in his start. Yep. Uh, Dylan Cease bounced back against the Tigers, 10 Ks for him, and Marcus Stroman a good start. But let's talk about some guys that we left for dead again. Luis Castillo, 5 Ks against the Cardinals. What? What happened? One run in six innings? Who's that guy? 
And then Blake Snell, which is stunning, by the way, uh, a great start for him against the Mets. And we talked about Blake Snell on Sunday morning, and I've got some uh, some fun uh, stats as the kids uh, all like to, you know, the kids love the stats. You know, about the home road splits. Ah, uh, that's for you. I was I was pulling them up yeah. right now. Go ahead. I got I got him right here because I got him from the uh, from yesterday's show. Uh, here we go. So Blake Snell, home road splits. Ready for this, boys and girls? Check this out. Uh, where is it? Here we go. Zach Greinke, Aaron Ola. There he is, Blake Snell. Home this year, thirty-two innings pitched, a one-six-five ERA, fifty strikeouts, thirteen walks, point nine eight WHIP. On the road, twenty-one innings. A 9.7 ERA, 30 Ks, 19 walks, and a 2.11 whip. That was entering the weekend's game. So um, that is pretty startling when you think about it. Adam Wainwright, also home road, home 2.63 ERA, road 8.20. Aaron Nola, home 2.35 ERA, road 4.99. And Zach Greinke, who is actually the opposite. Zach Greinke hates his house, clearly doesn't care for his own bed or his family or home cooking or whatever it is. Because he's got an ERA of five at home, five three two, and a one five zero on the road. So uh, everybody else likes to be home except Zach Granke, who prefers to be on the road again. So are you putting a ton of? Because I we mentioned it all the time with McCullers, right? When we were coming in to this season with McCullers, about <laughs> greater than zero, always ready. Greater than the zero, well done. <laughs> are you um, there? You were talking always about McCullers. Now you felt like you couldn't start him on the road, but you could at home. Are you willing to, I mean, what has it been, 60, 70 innings at this point? Are you willing to basically make that proclamation for all these guys with these extreme splits? Or are you kind of ignoring it this early in the season? No, I don't. I think it's this is exactly the time where I think you have enough data to go on. I think okay. this is, you know, when you have 30-something innings on each plot, you know, on a home and road, well, okay. You know, now you can start to look at it and you can actually feel like you have a good enough sample size. Because you can't, you can't do that stuff in April. You have one bad start on the road and it skews all the numbers. But after two months, when you have half a dozen starts in each spot, okay, now you can start to look at it and go, okay, there's a bit of a trend here. And that means if you're wagering, it means if you're playing DFS, it means if you're just setting fantasy lineups. I think all of that uh, kind of, you know, comes to fruition there quite a bit. So, So, yeah. The one thing I want to sort of, you know, make it clear just with it, because you you put more stock into this stuff than I do, and I get it. Well, I play a lot of head-to-head, that's why. Correct. So you have to put more stock into that. I get it. I get Mm -hmm. it. But for me... You know, especially with the short, like on the road, Snell has faced the Dodgers, the Giants, who not a good matchup right now at all for critters in Colorado. He had Milwaukee fine and he got beat up in Milwaukee. That that's bad. And then at Houston, for the most part, those are five tough tough matchups. So I but he's going to have to face the Dodgers a lot more this year. And he's going to have to face the Giants a lot more this year. They they ain't going nowhere. They're in the division. That's the only thing. I mean, he didn't have a great start against the Dodgers at home either. I mean, facing the Dodgers is tough. That's the thing. So for me, at this point, with this small sample, I look a lot more at the uh, matchups that they've had through here. So I'm not, you can bench Blake Snell anytime you want, but I'm not not going to bench him on the road and start him at home. Dan is right. You're probably not benching Blake Snell anyway, but if you're in a shallow league and it's head to head and you're looking at these splits, eh, I mean, part of you might want to, I mean, let's take this week, for instance, right? It's a home and home series. It's going to take on the Mets again later in the week, right? 
So when he goes to Dick the Mets, you know, that's they've seen him now twice in a short period of time. That's sometimes not a great thing. He's going on the road, which has not been his friend. And even though he looked great last time, there might be opportunity for the other side of that game. So Mm -hmm. it's something to at least keep in mind, especially, like I said, this is more of a wagering thing than anything about these kind of trends that you pay attention to. Uh, Nadia Valdi has been wonderful too. talked about him a lot this weekend. Seven K's versus the Yankees. Over the last like five starts, he got an ERA under three. The guy's been terrific, Nadia Valdi. And, and, you know, he always had good velocity, but he just, you know, throw 98 right down the pipe and guys would just light yeah. him up. He's been able to kind of change that mix a little bit. The location's been better. Good job by Nady Evaldi. Shout out. See, you can get better at things. See, good times right there. Uh, Ross Stripling, five innings, four Ks against the Strohs. Herman Marquez, another good start at home for him. That's good. We talked about Logan Gilbert bouncing back against the Angels. Good start for him. Bad starts for Yunjin Ryu. Ian Anderson, your wasn't good. Uh, Clayton Kershaw gave up five runs against the Braves and uh, Stephen Matz was Stephen Matz at this point. So uh, any worry about Kershaw by any chance? Just curious. No, I mean, I, you know, I, it's a couple of bad starts in a row, but he's fine. I mean, his, his expected stats are better than, you know, he was, he's, he's entitled at this point of his career, he still struck out nine Braves. So I, you know, it's fine. 366, a one-on-one whip, right? You're like, Oh God, Kershaw's whips over one. What's going on? Uh, no, totally fine. I'm not worried about him whatsoever. Um, can I make a point about two, a couple guys? Uh, sure. All right, good. Two guys, actually. I don't, I don't know if we mentioned Scooble. I, I don't know. Cause we, we, I know we went through it kind of quick. No, we did not. He had what allowed one run and struck out 11 against the White Sox. I mean, his overall numbers, 433 ERA, 144 whip are not impressive, but he's really sort of come along now. He's leaning more into that great slider and less a little bit into changeup, which is still fine. But he is somebody who I'm really keeping my eye on. And because he uh, his overall season long numbers don't look that great, I think people are kind of eh, whatever, you know, Tarek Scooble, I don't really care. But he is somebody who I would keep uh, my eye on. Kyle Gibson, by the way, returned from the IL. Like, I was, you know, worried, obviously, first start back from the IL. Looked great. Five five uh, and a third shutout innings against the Rays. The one thing I do want to point out, because I realized this when I was setting my lineups, he's not going to pitch this week because they're on the road in the second week and because they don't want him hitting. So he is not going to pitch this weekend on the Dodgers. So he's basically out this week. If you roster Kyle Gibson, bench him this week and you're in a weekly league because he's not going to pitch. Just one good, good stats there from yep. Dan Harris. That's why he gets the big bucks right there. Right. Standout hitters. Jesse Winker obviously led the charge with the three home runs, but Patrick Wisdom had three home runs over the weekend to come a whole weekend to match Jesse Winker Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Mountcastle six for 12 over the weekend with two dingers. Lindor uh, with a homer hitting 346 in the month of June. It's, it's yep. only a week, but still. Uh, and I don't want to hear about Miguel Sano. I don't want to hear about the two homers and five RBI. He's still hitting 190 over the last 13 games or something like that. So great. It's all or nothing. Terrific. Enjoy. Uh, Jonathan Scope's been on fire, though. I do want to talk about him. Uh, Over the last 13 games, his OPS is well over 1,200. Uh, Eric Haas has three home runs. James McCann homered again Sunday. And Cedric Mullins, single, single, home run, home run, single, single, home run, single. This is great. And a double. So pretty darn good for him. Uh, injuries besides John Means, Alberto Mondesi back on the aisle with the hamstring. This is waited this so is torture. Long. This is so obnoxious. They because you can only backdate it three days with uh-huh. the uh, right with the ten days, and they waited six days to put him on the IL, so they lost. Well, I get now. Now we got to hold the feet to the fire here. I'm going to give you a chance to get out of this. This is June seventh. Do you want to get out of the proclamation that Mondesi will still lead the league Come in stolen bases? Man. Come on. Uh, How many does he have this year? 
Right, what's, what's the number? Two, one. I, let, <laughs> let I, you know, he's been on the field for. Uh, you I'm gonna know, let you days. get out of it right now. This is the last time. This is it. Whatever. I'll go down with the ship. <laughs> I'll go down with the ship. Whatever. I'll, you know, it's fine. Uh, it, all he's got to do is come back. You know, at some point in the next, uh, you know, two weeks, and then he'll he'll be fine. Yeah, he's not gonna do it, but I'm sticking with it. Okay. Fine. I like I'm it. I like it. a man who sticks to the proclamation. Go down with that ship. You're like. Uh, Sean Connery and Hunt for Red October. <laughs> That's right, very, exactly. Very nice. Uh, exactly. First and only time you'll be compared to Sean Connery. I'm, very true. I'm pretty very sure. True. Kevin Biggio's on a rehab assignment. That's good. What's bad is John Gray goes to the aisle with an elbow injury. No structural damage for him or Spencer Turnbull, who also went on the aisle with a forearm injury. Kim goes to the I.O. because we know that the Cardinals, you know, all that depth of starting pitching they have. The Cardinals are in a little bit of trouble right now. Or should I say a lot of bit of trouble? They yep. got a big series coming up against the Cubs this week. I don't know, man. I'm starting to look at this Cardinal team, and I'm starting to look at the Milwaukee Brewers, and I'm starting to think to myself, maybe the Brewers don't need to score runs. That pitching's so good. Maybe it doesn't matter. Really remarkable, that pitching. I mean, in Burns. And by the way, you know, we talked, we joked, Joe, about the whole, uh, you know, the MLB cracking down on uh, on the on the foreign subs. <laughs> Trevor Bauer, you know, Bauer was uh, not 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 looking great this weekend. We don't we didn't talk about him because it wasn't like a terrible start or anything like that. But his spin rate was noticeably down. But the thing is, this is going to be fascinating because, you know, who else's spin rate was pretty far down was Corbin Burns as he struck out 13 guys. Like, it's not just going to mean, oh, boy, people can't use this stuff anymore. It's going to really affect their performance. The Brewers rotation, again, we talked about it. Those top three can match up with anybody. They're going to add a bat. They're going to add a bat. You have to. They're 33 and 26. They're tied with the Cubs. You got to go. I think they need more than one. Like, I think they should go out and get a David Peralta and a Donaldson or a Mancini and a Donaldson. Like, go go all in. You have an opportunity here with Flaherty on the shelf for an extended period. There's weakness right now with the Cardinals. I can't imagine you feel like the Cubs are for real. I'm sorry, Cubs fans. I know it's been fun, but... After Hendricks, I don't know what the rest of that rotation is. I know the bullpen's been good, but I don't know, man. I you gotta go for it if you're in Milwaukee, especially because you made it to the playoffs a couple of times and you kind of got, you know, you didn't quite get over that hump. But it's just, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like it's if you're if you're that team, it's time to take a shot, basically. I mean, I would if I were them, I would try to load up to to grab like a real impact hitter. But in the meantime, just you know. To absorb some salary if you can and take like an Eduardo Escobar or something off the hands of the D-backs. Like just get some some length in the lineup so you're not like, okay, six of the nine hitters that I'm facing are just not scaring me whatsoever. Get get just some bodies in there. But they will do something. They have to. They're going to be in contention all year with that rotation. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, let's talk about the home run calls. Look, tonight's only three games, uh, and they're kind of weird games too. It's like Pavetta and Pablo Lopez. You got the rookie Kowar making a start. If you want to have some fun, go put Jackson Kowar on the mound and have a yeah. little fun against Dylan Bundy mm-hmm. and, and yep. see what happens there. But I don't know. I'm not chasing this today. I'm recommending the stay away. And it's, you know, it's just some days you do that. Okay. Uh, recapping the home run board. As we said, Dr. Glenn got three home runs on Jesse Winker. And he had another one. Kroonman, which I'm going to say it's like a last name. Kroonman or Kroonman. I don't know. Kroonman. Well, it's like oh, Newman. You Hello. You don't Hello, Kroonman. Uh, wonky penguin and again, turf Durgeson all tied for four now. So, yeah. uh, Dinger Dan, you're at five. You got a bunch of people at four. Are you starting to hear the footsteps? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I haven't had a call though. I mean, I went on that run where I hit like three in a week and since then it's just been ice 
cold. I'm getting nervous, but I will say that I absolutely love everybody who is just popping off in the baseball podcast channel on our Discord and making the home run calls. Again, fantasybros.com slash chat if you want to get in. But yeah, these guys are great. And they're they're fantastic at it. You saw, you know, oh, yeah. they are catching up already, you know. I, I, wait, I don't understand. I see something here where I, I thought mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to make home run calls oh, on the weekend. Damn, you did. I was told this. And you then I saw that. Alex Bregman here next to Dinger Dan Harris's Correct. name on Sunday. And I'm looking and I'm saying to myself, oh, what is this, the birthday special? What are you going to yeah, get an extra well, home run call? What's that all about? I guess, I guess what you got to do, Joe, is you got to join us in the Discord where I said, you know what? I'm going to see, like, let's see if Joe ever pops in here and checks this out. I'm pops in here. I've been here both. all week. I'm I've been allow, here. I take the I'm weekend allow off. us to make weekend calls. I That's literally I did 14 podcasts last week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, the Discord is where it's at. These the guys Discord are, is where every, the cool Everybody kids, who's right here in this in this chat, they're in Discord all the time. They're talking. They, we're having a good awesome. time. So, yeah, but I didn't hit anyway Bregman yesterday, so don't even worry about it. I right? know, but it's bad mojo. So you can't Whatever. say that, I'm telling I'm you right now. You, you got to get in now on the weekend. The baseball. No, no. I'm going to play by the rules, Dan I was told. Fine. Again, and then I see you, Fine. and I think it's desperation. I think you oh. saw those Winker home runs, and you got a little scared. And, and rightfully so. Rightfully mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about home run calls for tonight, though. Let's see where yes. we're going yard. Uh, I'm going to go with Whit. Whit. Merrifield tonight uh, supporting the youngster there against Dylan Bundy. So I got my eye on you, Dylan Bundy. Let's go. Let's go. A little Whit Merrifield action. Who knows? Maybe we'll get to first... uh First pitch home run right off the bat. Boom, right there. <laughs> oh, lead off. man, the Devers one. Was Have like, you known? Yeah. Oh, the Devers man. one I had Friday was a monster. I asked yeah. Mayor. I said, I feel like that should be one and a half because yeah, that, that was, was a big ridiculous. One. That was a big Did one. you see the Juan Soto home run on Friday night that he kind of he flicked out opposite field to left no. field? That dude Actually. is so strong. He hit a ball to left field that it was almost like he fought it off and it just flew out of the ballpark. It was stunning. Juan Soto is my hero. Uh, who you is know, your I home was run? Watching, by the way, I was watching last night. It is it is sometimes you see these guys and you forget just how strong they are. Like last oh night gosh. in the Red Sox-Yankees game, it was at, at the end of the game, it was Devers' last at bat. But he was like fooled and he just kind of like reached and flicked where like if I did it, it would have been a pop-up to the pitcher. And it was caught at the wall at the 399 mark. Oh, yeah, there's a big Whit Merrifield. Thank you, Mike, for pointing that out. There's a big... Whit Merrifield trade value versus Rafael Devers trade value discussion going on in the Discord. So we got to tread lightly with Whit Merrifield, but I like no, the home I'm going to stir up controversy. I want oh, no. Whit Merrifield. Who do you want for your home run? I, I have Whit Merrifield. There is like my favorite guy. I think it's greater than zero here. I think it's Waffles in Discord. My buddy, he's one of the OGs of Discord, constantly talking, teased me about the fact that I had Whit Merrifield higher. And he I and I have just Merrifield. been going back and forth. And I'm like, it's literally the same value, but he is passionate. That I ha- he won't stop until I move Devers ahead of uh, ahead of Whit Merrifield in the trade chart. So right now they're even. Uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> There's greater than zero. Always here. Waffles in Discord. My man. He's always there. All right. Anyway, my home run call tonight is going to be Chris Bryant against Ryan Weathers against the lefty. Again, Mayor's special. Wind blowing out. There's not that much to choose from at this point. So I'm going to go with Chris Bryant as my official home run call. Get in the Discord. Make yours. FantasyBros.com slash chat. There you go. All right. So that'll do it for us. Oh, but before we go, I want to remind everybody it's summertime. You know how hot it was? Very hot. That means you got to go get that lawnmower 4.0 from manscaped.com. Leading off is the code 20% off free shipping. It's got the longest battery life ever. It's got the brightest LED light you've ever seen. It's got that travel lock, which is great. So you could travel all over the world, just you and your lawnmower. It's beautiful things. And it's got that advanced skin safe technology. So go to manscaped.com. Use that code leading off 20% off and 
of course, the free shipping, which obviously everybody loves free shipping. Also, we've got that giveaway still for the Shohei Otani ball, which can only go up in value. Please, somebody get this Shohei Otani ball this time around. Please go to fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. Go leave the review of the show. Dan read them all this past week. They were brilliant. You got some time to go and do it this week. Leave those reviews. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. Upload that review and, of course, fill out that form. And then you're entered to win the Otani ball and every other ball. Speaking of balls, speaking of Manscaped, a lot of ball conversation here. Did we give away the Vladdy ball or no? No. Uh, we are picking i am drawing a new winner today at 11 11 o'clock i'm drawing a new winner so at like 11 30 check your email check your spam please i we just want to give away a sign we wanted i feel like chris farley remember the hurley he boy on snl (laughs) what's the matter why don't you want to have him over for dinner like it's just like never had this much trouble i don't know it's only since you came on joe that ever like away free stuff the winners respond immediately. The NFL winner this time responded immediately. I don't know why we are. Any, Come anyway. on, people. Come on, uh, people. Anyway, where, where can everybody join the Discord chat too, Dan Harris? DanSuperOs.com slash chat. Super easy. Get in there. Again, there's uh, channels for every sport basically that you want and the type of advice you want. Starts it. Waiver wire. All that sort of <laughs> stuff for baseball or for not. But there is a baseball podcast all right I'll, i'm i'm fine with that wonky if no wonky one responds penguin. wonky penguin says we should get uh we <laughs> do a, a write-in essays to win i, I think that's I, fair I, I we like might have to fire. change the contest actually to, to make that it going what's forward. the matter why don't you like the free stuff i don't Joe understand actually is, is a grade a impressionist he constantly <laughs> just bangs them out like right off and i'm like how do you how do you manage to sound uh, it's exactly called like you're an only person. child you have no one else to talk to well. but yourself that's why you're i do this well. on that mm-hmm. note we're gonna close things out but we'll be back again tomorrow do it all again don't forget to subscribe to the show at fantasy pros mlb channel on youtube that'll do it for us but the story of the game goes on for dinger dan i'm joey p we'll see you next time kids <laughs>